Podcast in the great school. I'm one of your hosts this week, Brian Spirit, casting Snail Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Mace Windu Fortner. What's going on, man? Man, hola, my friend. Demons, darkness, and dangerous women, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's, that's something that's going on today, man. That's my uh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer t shirt. <laughs> I love that show. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. That and Angel. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Man. Slay some darkness. <laughs> Praise Buffy, the light. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nah, man, I'm doing. It's good to be doing the show again, man. It's been a few weeks. It has been a little while. You it know has. what I'm saying? We've been sitting back and watching the world. A lot of shits going on in the world, and playing the games, and trying to trying to get the contents, and, and come back. And I don't know, man. I feel like we got a lot of shit to catch up on today. But how you how you feeling? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'd lack sleep. I've been nonstop Elden ringing it up. We'll talk a little bit about that here in a minute. Um, been doing some Elden Ring. I got a concert I'm going to tonight. I got my Whitney Houston shirt ready for the concert. Where man, my... happy early motherfucking birthday too, man. man now, I appreciate look, Brian's that. birthday tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's turning three thousand and seventy-eight years old. That's right. Uh, he's a you know what I'm saying a, a, a real gentleman and scholar. And, and I salute you, sir. You know what I'm saying? Happy motherfucking birthday, man. You know? Man, I know the I, tribe will appreciate that shit. She maybe gives you some shout outs. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Going out with a buddy tonight, man. We're going to go see some uh, uh, Cannibal Corpse and some Whitechapel. But I've got my Whitney Houston shirt to wear to the show because that's what I do when I go to metal shows is I wear a Whitney Houston shirt. It's a tradition. It's a tradition. And you know what? Nothing but respect, because every time I wear it, people compliment me on it. So I'll take it. People love Whitney cocaine, Houston, man. bro. <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine. The voice. And see, I, I don't know, man. And this is maybe, I don't know why this was just humming in my head over the past few days, and or why this is reminding me, why Whitney Houston t-shirts remind me of a, a Cannibal Course concert. But it's just like, yeah. Man, I just had to, it just reminds me of why I kind of sc- had to scope out for a little while this weekend. <laughs> why I'm glad <laughs> like, we getting a day to record like I had to I've been thinking back on history and shit everything going on in the world like reminding myself that uh, American society that we are currently in is further away like as far away from Rome as Rome was from Egypt yep. <laughs> just to try to remind myself how the fuck we got here and just remind okay how old is this country 244 years old okay alright we, we are okay everything is okay we, we are, are blessed good <laughs> we are good. I can make Samuel L. Jackson uh, my or faces in, in Elden Ring, and I, you know, uh, I'm gonna get into some Horizon Zero Dawn. You know, I finally finished that up. I was able to get an in-depth, like, 73-hour run on that. I finally beat that and uh, got started in Elden Ring. So I, I look forward to getting that. That I know that was uh, one that I, I don't know, man. It's kind of ex- feels like the exact opposite of Elden Ring, which is great. <laughs> Yeah. It's a good time to be alive. It's a good time. Game. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, like I, it finally was able to get me off of the crack that is 2K. Like I opened up season five. I was excited. I'm still excited about my Bulls and DeMar DeRozan. But Elden Ring was a 
not Elden Ring, excuse me, for Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, it's been a long time, honestly, where I spent that amount of in-depth time with the game. It was a beautiful experience. So can't wait to talk about that a little bit. And I got a chance to watch the Batman, so I'm gonna have to talk about that. It's been three weeks now, so maybe some loose spoilers because I know my dog B ain't seen it, so I, I, I don't want to go too far in depth, but it's it's gonna be some shit I gotta get into with that. But um, but yeah, as you can see, I'm excited to be back with you, bro. Man, you know what I'm saying it again, man. Happy birthday, my brother. One love. I appreciate <laughs> that, bro. I do. And not only that, we got the new Halo show coming out this week. The new Halo show starts this week, and I'm excited about that. Life is good for a geek in 2022. That's all I'm going to say. You got you got Pokemon came out earlier this year, which is fantastic. I need to jump back on that. But I, I'm on that Elden Ring crack right now. You got Elden Ring. You got Horizon that came out. You got later this year God of War, which is potentially slated to come out. Unfortunately, Stranger of Paradise or whatever the Final Fantasy prequel I've heard is not very good. So I'm gonna stay away from that until it's on sale for twenty bucks, and then I'll pick it up and give it give it a go. But this is a good time to be alive, and if you're a geek like us, like in- unless you are a Ukrainian woman in a maternity ward, that's well, that's true. Yes, that's that's very true. <laughs> or if you were to ask them. Um, you know, it's not a good time to be alive if you're that one dude on YouTube. Uh, what's this? What's that guy's name? Oh, good lord! The guy you sent me earlier this week, who just oh, uh, Mike does life. Yeah, he just can't stand Elden Ring. That's not a good time to be alive. <laughs> that guy, that guy's a troll, troll artist. A hundred percent is beautiful. I love a good internet troll though. He released that video saying Hogwarts Legacy is going to destroy Elden Ring and then talk you know nothing what, though, about man, Hogwarts I am, Legacy. I am excited. Right. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's, his, that's his stitch. I mean, that's his, it, I almost take it as making fun of what's actually going on with the I algorithm think so. right now. I it's think interesting. So. I think we might be able to get into that a little bit when we discuss that the actual review process itself. But I am excited about Hogwarts, too, when it comes to the all things that are gaming in the metaverse. For sure. Uh, and, and just the escapes from the realities and the ill wills of the world. Um, I'm super excited about, I am excited about getting the Elden Ring, though, and getting giving it an honest opinion. But like I said, I've only, I've only been able to get an hour, 18 minutes in. It took me the longest time just to... Uh, just to even build my Samuel Samuel Jackson face that been name him bad motherfucker. So I'm gonna let you breathe on that. But yeah, man. I mean, you want okay. See, I feel like do you want to save the best for last with Elden Ring? Go ahead, let me get. Yeah, let's um, talk about Horizon because I know people are curious. Yeah. I know people are curious because we talked a little bit about it when we first started it, and I know you got a chance to go wrap it up. So I'm interested in your final thoughts on Horizon. That's what I want to hear. Because I'm going to jump on Horizon after Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's easily one of the the best games I've ever played in my life. It's easily that. No, no, the masterpiece of it to me is just the, you know, the facial capture, uh, just the artistic style in general, the environments in general, the combat is on point to me. Uh, I mean, it's probably like the most wokest woke story in the world. (laughs) And... (laughs) It also is have it had to deal with like Elden Ring coming out right after it, but I was glad I was able to like I didn't have to rush it. It wasn't like a thirty-five hour run through on a game. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't feel unnatural for me to want to spend a lot of time and, and maybe overlevel myself up just to get an escape. 
and and enjoyed the story uh, that was that, that in the ride that I was on. I think it's very sad though that what it reminded me of the most, more so than the game, overarching story around the game has been like the fact that PlayStation Five has been out for like two years already. Yep. And it's it's hard for people to still it's like people still getting up at four o'clock in the morning trying to find drops to target and shit to get a PS5 and it's already an exclusive game on a system where our, I tested that out on PS4 which was beautiful still there but it's it's definitely a, a next gen game you know what I mean like yeah. by the time you get you know 27 hours into the game you get the snorkel and the whole like there are scenes in that game that are just transformative to me as far as looking at what the, what, what they did with that engine from Death Stranding like when you, I mean there's a I, I will say this like there's a level we talked about it where you go to Vegas and it basically is an underwater level completely which is absolutely breathtaking when you really start to look at what they did as far as the artwork the 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 character models I mean it's fucking neon dinosaurs underwater and shit the physics of the water the way the haptic feedback feels in in the controller and then it automatically it drains it out and you end up fighting like a large mechanical fucking dinosaur and it's nice. just it's exhilarating enough the way you want to build your characters the option is or you know it's, it gives you a lot more options as far as how you want to tackle these monsters or how you want to basically have a monster hunter session yeah. which again I'll say it again I always kind of lo- like wanted to experience that and this gave it to me the most same shit that I said the first time our first impressions one of the greatest female protagonists I could imagine because I didn't even concern it with that it was nice to feel the representation too as well in different tribes and it crossed different borders and i mean i'm the type of motherfucker that's that's down for shit like that like i don't necessarily like the if you really think about it again to me it's the funniest shit in the world it's literally like the most wokest of of woke storyline in the world when it comes to like the environment and trying to save humanity and blah 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 but then that sci-fi twist to it which it it it, go back to that for a second save the environment when did that become controversial like we should be trying to save the environment. We are harvesting, right, like, like we are shepherds right. of this earth. <laughs> like, and that, that's what I said. If if that's what I'm saying, I can get why a lot of people in this environment wouldn't jive necessarily with the story naturally for some reason. It's not like it's it's obviously great, like God awarded some people, but to me, is of the same ilk just based on the technology, just the what it did. You know, it's not nothing's perfect. I mean, I, I talk that shit. That's why I don't even like rating games and everything. I'm kind of too old for that because I'm I'm more of the skew of the like a perfect ten doesn't really exist. Agreed. If you're gonna make those arguments, you know what I'm saying. Like, if you, so I'll just rather you know do it like a customer service and you know survey and just be like, nigga, you got a ten. Did you do what I wanted you to do? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, but it's uh, it's one of those experiences where because of the I, I believe because of the exclusivity of it. It kind of hurts it on top of the fact that we in a, a historic time. Like I can't remember a time where it was any system like this where you couldn't get shit in two years. You know what I'm really? saying? So um, that's unfortunate. But the good thing and the good news for a lot of people is, I mean, Elden Ring has sold 12 million copies. Everybody knows it. You know what I mean? It looks like if I'm, I started it. I get it. I get the 10 out of 10. If you're into that type of thing, like I said, I'll let you get into that more. Uh but I mean, yeah, seventy-three hours with Horizon Forbidden West. I would just, I would definitely still suggest it to anybody, especially if you got a five. Like, it's definitely something to to check out. 
and even if it's not something up front for you to do if you want to spend 158 hours with Elden Ring or whatever and you need a palate cleanser and you own a PS5 not to experience you know Horizon Forbidden West which I'll, I'll go for therapeutic challenging yet therapeutic experiences as much as possible you know that's a good one for the the youngins and the, and the old it, it matters not so I mean did you have any specific because I know you spent some time with it. I mean, it's not like you didn't spend any time with it. We we weeks in, yeah. which which trips me the fuck out. Like, I'm just grateful for the pacing of it. I'm just glad because we talked about this before, like times where we rushed through Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2. And it, it had a certain different, like, maybe it affected our perspective a little bit on the actual experience itself. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. But I know it was nice to be able to really take my time. And I actually look forward to going back to it. It's some stuff I still left on the table. Um, but you know, I, I gotta, I gotta at least give Elden Ring a solid, a solid chance moving forward to, to really get that feel for it. But yeah. So replayability, let's start there. You beat the game, the story's over. Would you want to go back and experience the entire saga all over again? Or would it even better yet? Would this be a situation where like a couple years from now, two or three years from now, nothing's really out. You'd be willing to go back and play through the first and second horizon, like back to back, or maybe the second one, Forbidden West, to see kind of what like, not not that it holds up, but would it would it want to draw your oh, yeah. attention again? Well, I mean, no, no doubt, no doubt. I like definitely. I it was it, it gave me the same like I, the same thing I did with Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Right, so like, and like even right now, I'm 73 hours in. I, I'm not bullshitting. I'm serious. I, like, I'm gonna go back there and just like I wasn't fully. I, I was I was overpowered, but I could still level up. I still left a lot of shit on the table that I, yeah. I actually want to do in that game. That's me personally, though. I mean, you gotta understand. Once it opens up from being able to infin- infinitely be underground at some at a certain point, you can traverse the land in a certain kind of way. It gets you around a whole lot faster. You just got options to like to fucking climb a random ass mountain and just take a beautiful photo. It's just a good. It's just a universe that's great to be in. To yeah. me, you know, it just looks beautiful. On top of it, if you enjoy good storytelling, it's still. I still. I mean, a a good gripe on it is the million marker points, but you know, I I, I kind of enjoy that. Like, I'll go back and. I still want to get some legendary armor yeah. and get into the uh, I still don't even have legendary armor. You know what I mean? I, I, I played a certain kind of way. I spent, there, there was literally like probably at least 6 to 11 hours in there where I was just running around climbing mountains like a fucking, and hopping off of mountains and shit like that just joyfully like a motherfucker having a great damn time. Um, so uh, yeah, I definitely will. Now is it as far as like do I expect the kind of replayability of a game like 2K or Elden Ring? No, you know what no, I'm saying. I mean, it, but it's they're not, different but, games, right? Right. But am I gonna get? I mean, the fact it, it's that's what I'm telling you, bro. It's rare that I this type of experience I'm gonna spend 73 hours with it and still want to go back. I can't make that up. Yeah, and you know that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's, yeah. I, that's yeah. just my honest, honest opinion based on just after a while, it got to the point where the haptic feedback and the different kind of arrows I could just feel it in my hands because I didn't flip through so many monsters and shit like that and there was a lot of diversity in the machines as opposed to something else so that's this is one that I could suggest for if it's just a family game you want a good reasonable story you don't want some just completely negative extra 
shit, dark shit going on, like Grand Theft Five Online or anything like that, and you just still want to have good time, good fun, reasonable, you know. Those sh- one shortcoming I will say from it being a true masterpiece would be where they had a route where they could have went the Mass Effect route as far as the co-opting or even Dragon Age Inquisition, something like that, where you took the team and you were able to have more customization within it. And as far as more control and make, even make it more turn based, even almost like Final Fantasy. But the fact that they had that, you could see that they could go that route. But I mean, it would be difficult to do so based on the way that they had a, a tight narrative storyline. So I get why they yeah. did it. But if they really wanted to take it to the next level, like on three, if they really want the game to be a true masterpiece and not just like what can be compared to with limited time, uh, like a cookie cutter Ubisoft experience that people are kind of played out. You know, I think it, that that would be like the real true next level of masterpiecery. You know what I mean? Yeah. But nah, but this game is amazing, bro. Like it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's for, like period point. Yeah. Well, I know that was a long. No, no, yeah. that's that's no. You answered the, the 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 kind of question I had about it. The other question I had too was like the end game itself, like the 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 final stages and stuff. Like, do you feel like it was kind of an epic conclusion to? this game itself there's openness for a third one like how was that final fight don't spoil yeah. it don't spoil it but i want to no, know not, like no, i love man, those final fights it was fights. a lot of emotional things it was Good. a lot of it was a lot of emotional twist in the story that if you drive with this if you don't give a fuck about the story then it's just gonna be whatever but if you went to that sci-fi escapism that we can that's get what into, i want especially inclusion with it you know what i mean and and trying to get as realistic a storyline with a pg-13 rating you know what i'm saying yeah like it was it, it now i mean it's the shortcomings of a game that they obviously are setting up for a third game so you don't get that finality at the end okay and you know it wasn't the greatest ending I, i'm really i if, if i'm i mean i i'm gonna have to really ponder that a little bit more because i'm like shit i don't even did it feel as epic as even horizon one uh I didn't watch Horizon One was opinion. epic. Yeah, I didn't watch anybody else's yeah. opinions on the ending of it, so I'm giving my honest answer. Like, by the time I was done with it, even though that was the thing, I felt like even though I had 73 hours with it, I still felt like I rushed it because I felt like I was taking too much time to get to Elden Ring as opposed to wanting to beat and just get through that game so I could talk about it and be done with it. Yeah. So that should tell you something. That does. But yeah, I, as as far as the set piece and what actually happens. And how they do bring it together, it might not have been the most difficult boss ending, and that might have been a little bit more tedious and kind of weird. And but the actual way that they wrapped it up was was fine with me. You know what I mean? Because the actual like the, the character sideline, he might not connect with a lot of people, but naturally he connects with me. Like if once you see the actor who who plays him, if you it's the same person from the original Horizon. Okay. And his playing, he's intelligent. The way he's portrayed is dope. And he's kind of a character that I, I, I connected with. So the way it ended out without with minor spoilers, definitely I was cool with it, man. Like it was it's, like I said, I've spent 73 hours with it. I think Sarah even leveled up higher than me. She's just spent at least 60 some odd hours with it. And she like I, I'm telling her to go ahead and beat it. She's just like, nah. But uh, yeah, man, it's just fucking amazing. Even look, at it's still so much shit for me to go. It's, I haven't even still unlocked all of the map like that. I've unlocked all the tall necks. The, the the missions on the tall necks were different, so it was a variety of situations with that. You weren't just able to cr- climb up each one the same way. I beat a few cauldrons, not all of them, but there's diversity within the cauldron. So when you go in, it's you you, you can't expect to get to 
things in the same way, which I like. I like the land mazes. That ends up giving you more time just as far as using the environment as for in, as for puzzles, for example. There's fun there, it's especially when you're trying to find shit and kind of put shit together. It's not like the most, you know, mind-numbing, demanding thing, but there's little challenges there. And you can build in challenges as far as just like maybe just go out on the level four animal just to go ahead and have a have a have a little bit more of a challenge or just up the challenge but the diversity in the lands was like a major sticking point where it's just yeah. hard to replicate that i've never seen you know some of those motherfucking set pieces and for just the way that they did the face capture that's the same thing that's gonna piss a lot of people off about the game like all the dialogue also to me exhibits one of its greatest strength and just as far as technology and how to change the game so it's like i i can get the gripe but it's like i can't be mad at it that's right. Yeah, like so like that's the whole thing though, is like I feel like we live in an era maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like we live in an era of TikTok where people's attention spans are no longer there and it's just like they just want to skip through the dialogue scenes and I was like, Yeah, but if it's telling a good story, who cares? Like I watched the the, the Death Stranding cut scenes twice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's now, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Some of the size size content I was watching Elden Ring uh guides on and just trying to get through so I could level up. Cause I kinda once I got the gist. Yeah. But the main story, I'ma just just to keep it one thousand with that. Like it it is dialogue. It is it is like okay, okay, oh my god, I get it. Like you fix the eyes. Well, here's what? the here's the question though. Is it dialogue in a way that it adds to the storyline? Or is it dialoguing in a way where it, like, you know, like the exposition dumps, how people, like, bad writing is just, like, I'm just going to tell you everything that just happened so you understand it it's, completely? I mean, that's how some people, that's a take that you're going to hear online. Mm-hmm. But you can tell a lot of care was put into the side quest to me. Okay. And it's a lot of good design. Like, that's, that's, well, then that's so what that, I want. that where people, yeah, like, that, right. It's just, it's like, People say that they want that shit, but then when they get it, but again, I think it goes back to my overarching point. The yeah. overarching point is like we, it, it's, it, I think it's um unfortunate. I'm and I'm grateful at the same time that I'm a, as a gamer, you know, original gamer as an old geese, geese. You know what I'm saying? I know we yeah. joke a lot, but it's nice to just talk games this weekend, man. Which you, you know what 100%. I mean? And this is one where it always brings me back to like gratitude, but at the same time, like in a weird world where people are living off of scalping these machines. You know, yeah. gas prices are high and everything kind of sucks sometimes as well as being great sometimes. It's weird, but it's like the fact that I know some people that would normally be able to have afforded this escape or been able to invest in this simply can't do it because they can't get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And by now, I definitely didn't think that was going to be the case because we got some real bangers coming out where... You know, like shit, like more people should be able to experience this in its natural form, like the last way it is, year, like like Elden Ring. Last year we talked about this. We were like, well, surely there's going to be enough by Ratchet and Clank. And there wasn't even enough, but now there's not enough by Elden Ring. And I do want to go back to another point because you made a good point of just like, you know, there's a lot of chatter online and stuff, and you're you're going to see a lot of this these conversations that go on Twitter and Reddit and Facebook and whatever and YouTube. People are making these really unfair comparisons between Elden Ring, Horizon, and Monster Hunter. And I was like, they all have elements they share, sure, but they're very different games. Like, this is not like Call of Duty meets versus Battlefield. Like, these are not, these are different games. They're going for different things. Like, it's it's not fair to compare them to each other because it's truly apples and oranges and limes. Like, 
I don't actually it'd be more like apples and oranges and uh, uh, kumquats, which would be the Elden Ring because they're so bitter and nasty. But there's something about them if you cook them right. I will say though, even just in my limited opening up the game, even from a character creator, I mean, Elden Ring is beautiful in its own way. It's got its own style. You get online and you you click on a little message and it says look up and you see the big ass tree and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? Or you see butthole. Right, exactly. Or or a message next to a turtle that just says dog. (laughs) Just right. Like I say, I'm glad I got I got like I'm trying to get uh what's Uchi the Uchikawa whatever yeah. fucking so I'm on my way, bro. I'm on my way to get it. In fact, like in fact, okay, so because I know I want to I want to hear your take on Elden Ring so far because I know you really spent a lot of time with it and I'm I'm really interested in hearing what you got to say. Um, but I, yeah, I did. Go ahead. I so I was gonna do. I do have one last question about Horizon though before we do. That. Okay. Okay. Uh, no. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, um, just compared to initial thoughts that we had on this show, to now where you have beaten the game and you're at, like it was a really high score when you initially played it, and you were probably 15, 20 hours in when we first talked about it. Has that score stayed the same? Has it elevated, or has it dropped? It stayed the same. We talked Good. about this, man. Like yeah. the whole, yeah. It stayed really like if I wanted to be childish and put my personal score on it, I'm like, it's nine point six seven. It's nine point six seven, motherfucker. What I go with? Nah, uh, but like I'm not. I, I mean, you know, I feel like whatever fucking score they want to put on it is a good score to me personally. Simply, it's one of the best games ever made so far, just based on the availability of the technology, man. Period. Yeah. Like if you can, you got especially if you got specifically on the PS5. When you take everything in the totality, that's maybe why I couldn't give it a full ten. Like, but I mean, I like I'll give it a seventy-eight. I don't give a fuck. You give it what you want. I don't care. It yeah. was cool. Alo's hair moves right. It works. The game works. It's a beautiful game. They fixed the eyes. Fuck it, man. Like it's dinosaurs, bro. And just like I, once you get through Elden Ring, whenever you get through it, it's a game I suggest that you definitely beat. Just so you can see it through, so you can get the feel for it. All I'm telling you, it does change. It'll be the, the game I go to right after Elden Ring. This is going to be the game I go to. Cleanser. Yeah, and that's kind of what I need. Um, that's ultimately going to be be something that you know I really am looking forward to. Um, you heard it here, folks. Nine point six seven out of twenty thousand ten. Nine million twenty six hundred and seventy thousand out of a million. Whatever you want to rate it, who cares? It's a great game. Go play it. If you got a PS5, go play it. What are you waiting for? I mean, if you got a four, yeah, but I mean, probably, you know, for sure, PS5. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. For sure. Like, you go, know what I'm saying? Go play it. Stop waiting. Stop listening to us. No, don't stop listening to us. Listen to us first. And then go play. <laughs> Finish this episode. Listen to this episode while you play it. I don't care. I mean, dude, and I'll say just from right off the bat, like, when I first plus, pl- plugged that game in, I was like, this is gorgeous. This is absolutely gorgeous. This is beautiful. And it's own, like, this is one of those, like, bright, colorful environments that I'm like, this is, this is wonderful. I want to be here. I want to be in this world. <laughs> like, this is beautiful. Like, Elden Ring is the other opposite end of that, where I was like, I respect it. It's beautiful, but I don't want to be in this world. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, scary I wanna, shit, wanna, man. It's it, terrifying. It, 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 out the gate like just to get my little experience out the way so you can really breathe on it man because i'm not gonna lie like i know i think you said you went astrology right, right yeah 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 
I went I went prisoner for this first bill so I could make me a uh, nice. it, Sarah said it looked like a like Samuel Jackson like a Gandalf version of because I want to I'm gonna get try to I want the katana and the magic and I'm gonna try to cheese that shit and then once like but I don't even want to fuck with nobody right now um I just want to build my bill I think that's a major difference too that might turn some people off or that does turn some people off to Elden Ring but like I also get you know, let let me get more into it so I can be a part of the community because I can see why it's a community based game. I mean, even built into the gameplay with the way they have co op and and with the writing of the, you know, the bullshit or the helpful messages within <laughs> the the game itself. Try you know jumping. What I'm <laughs> no. Right, right. It, it finally is making me swallow my pride, and I mean, it really is beautiful in its own way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, I can already be thankful for. I, I, I wouldn't mind playing a Dark Souls like like Black Panther game either. I'm say I will say that I generally don't like the aesthetic of it, but the whole tarnish thing, I'm start I get it and it's it's dope and it's cool and it's got that good heart like that as soon as you load it up and you hear that music, you already know what fucking time it is. But it is definitely like a mental space that I feel like you need to be in <laughs> to play that type of fucking game. Bro. Like like that that can breed, you know, the joy from actually feeling like you're beating something in the exploration. But I also feel like for a motherfucker like me, I'm going to figure out any way to cheese. That, the only way I'm going to survive is cheesing. And my natural, like, state, I don't work well with that. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'd rather play something kind of childish where, like, it, with 2K, I just have to shoot 3,000 times even though I could find a cheese. You know what I mean? I, I would just respect the shit out of people that have experience with Elden Ring and the patience for this type of game and don't mind to go through it a certain kind of way but i also feel like even with that you still gotta find some ways to cheese or like get around shit to like power level yourself up to where like you're not the game isn't designed for you to go out and run straight into the tree sentinel and beat him absolutely if you not. hadn't figured out that you need to go do something around that and just because he's there you don't need to fight him you know what i'm saying yeah. then you're gonna have a fucking problem yeah so you know, finding as as a like I can this game allows me a little bit more breathing room and time to find appreciation for that as opposed to like previous entries, even though so, even something like a Sekiro, which I love the combat in it, but the linear nature of it, even though that kind of masterpiece the game, I'm only running my head against the wall so many times before I find something yeah. else to go do real quick. And my pride won't allow me to find a cheese around that one boss I can't get around that I know I need to do. I just wouldn't take the time to do it. It just takes too long. This game, it may be worth my time. Um, I don't think Hogwarts, the Hogwarts Legacy is going to kill it like Michael does life. But I'm also looking forward to Hogwarts. Not, not for the air. I am looking forward to Hogwarts, though. So, But yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty much what I got. Um, man, I'm just saying more people don't have PS5s. And Foxconn shut down in China, so it's going to slow that shit down, too. Because yeah. of the, the code. So keep that in mind. But I love Bandai Namco games. That's also what this reminds me of, not just from software. Bandai Namco, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters is still Here's... one of my favorite fucking games ever. Shit like that. Um, and I wish Bob Saga was alive to see this. Uh, me too. Anyway. Me? That's, that's Here... probably one of my... <laughs> 
I do too. You remember Bob Saget was in half half baked as a crackhead? Yeah, he was just like, "You ever suck dick for coke?" And the other man, I the other man was in the background, like he was just like, "I have." And the other man was just like, "I seen him." <laughs> I love my favorite scene. My favorite scene. I wish he was alive to see Elder. I really do. I feel like he's the type of motherfucker that, even though he was like wholesomely on Full House and shit like that. Would also still love this game. That's the beauty of Elden Ring that I can see too. It is broader. It's still from software. It's still hard, but I do look forward to really digging into it and really actually giving like an honest opinion. It's the first game in a long time where I played at e- even an hour in, and I, I don't even hour and a half, and I don't even have any way to fucking describe my experience yet. Like I haven't done, I literally haven't done anything. Like I'm stuck on a lake outside, like trying to fucking kill a scarab so I could get an Ash of War. And it's a, and it's a crab right there that I don't want to fuck with. Them crabs are twice. vicious, bro. Them crabs are vicious. I promise That's you. That's what she said. That is what she said. Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring. That's the conversation. I'm gonna describe my experience in Elden Ring in, in two two stories. Uh, the first story is my wife called me into the bedroom the other night. She wanted me to get her some water and some ibuprofen, and I you can't pause Elden Ring. There is no pausing in Elden Ring. The world is still open. You can exit the game, but you cannot pause the game. So I was in an area, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to climb up this cliff. I see there's a knight. He's, like, right over here, but he shouldn't attack me. I got some runes. I should be okay if I climb up this cliff. I walked away, got my wife some ibuprofen water, came back. The knight was on the bottom of the cliff staring at me, waiting for me to come down the cliff. Because he was like, I'm going to kill you. When you come down here, I'm going to kill you. That's exactly what he did. The other thing that happened is uh, sitting there, and I'm in the middle of a fight, and I was like, I need to go heal, and there's a shack over here. So I go get in the shack to go heal, and there's a knight on a horse. And I'm like, well, in other Dark Souls games, if you just hid behind a wall or something, you could heal, and they would de-aggro you, right? Not this game. No, he busted through that shack with his horse and everything and ran me over. <laughs> he killed me immediately. He's like, no, nah, you dead. I'm going to come through it. I'm going to come through the shack to get you. Don't think I'm stupid. I saw you crawl through the shack. I'm not one of these zombie enemies walking around. I'm going to kill you. But really, going back to the point of Elden Ring, is 12 million copies sold. That's one of the stories. It's the biggest From Software release ever in the history of from software it's and you gotta remember they had a ps2 launch game a lot of people don't remember that they had a ps2 launch game but it is the biggest from software release in the history especially in the souls game because these are niche games right the 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 dark souls the demon souls the sekiros the bloodborns you hear them talked about all over the community but you hear them talked about more so if you're really in the gaming community And if you're kind of peripheral to these games, you understand that there's a certain expectation that they're going to be difficult. And yes, they are. This game adds a little bit more accessibility, making it more... It's it's open world. It's completely open world. You don't want to be here. You don't want to be fighting these guys. Move somewhere else. Go grind grind some runes out at at a different spot. This is not Demon Souls where you're going to get stuck in between levels. You're going to have to keep grinding out. You're going to have to find certain little areas to grind out. That is not this game. This is a game where you literally have a horse named Torrent. You can just ride around the map. And you can go anywhere that's accessible. And if you can figure out a way, which there is always a way. I have figured that out. As long as you have that double jump with Torrent, 
you can find a way to do stuff. Here's the other thing. This game is also the least accessible, I would say, of all the From Software games. And the reason I say that is because if you have played Demon Souls, if you have played Dark Souls, if you have played Bloodborne, if you have played Sekiro and you come into this game, you're going to know what to do. If this is your first From Software game ever, you have to understand one thing. They're not going to tell you anything. Like, you just got to figure out what to do. If you pick up an item, they're not going to tell you whether or not you should equip it. They're not going to give you an option to roll best stats. They're not going to give you an option to, you know, hey, equip this item now or use this item. You literally have to go into your menu, look at what the item does and go, does that work for me? Like, can I use this? Is this a thing? The most they're going to give you is if you pick up a piece of equipment you can't use, it's just going to be grayed out. You're not going to be able to equip it. Like, they're going to say, no, you don't have the right stats for this. You can't equip this. Equip this. But this game is beautiful in that way. It's an adventure game. This is a truly open world game that kind of harkens back to the, in my opinion, if you remember, do you remember the first person RPGs from the 80s, Todd? The ones were yeah. like, like the D&D Eye of the Beholder game and stuff like that. That's kind of what it reminds me of is it's built around community it's built around discovery and it's built around adventure. And if you're not engaging with the community while you're playing this game and you're not looking for stuff, you're playing it wrong. In my opinion, like there are going to be people who want to go through this game hundred percent blind. They're going to want to discover everything, but you're going to miss so much. You're going to miss so many wonderful little niche moments and little bizarre things. I was telling you yesterday, the pot people, I found a whole jar, a whole a whole city of pot people called Jarberg, just randomly on the map. And I went down there. They're not aggro. They're not trying to attack you. They're literally just these little jar people running around. And it's the most anime thing I've ever seen where they're running around and you see little heart emojis come off of their head and fly. And they're, they're kind of all in love with each other. And they're all just welcoming you and happy that you're there. It is the most bizarre thing in a game full of darkness, deceit decimation and death but there's this little town of jar people and if i want to go hang out with these jar people for a while i can go hang out with these jar people and they're not going to try to kill me and that's they're not all talking cryptic they're just jars todd they're jars they're trying to live their jar life it's beautiful like that's the beautiful part about this game is the moments of discovery and there is so much to discover there are so many random little areas in this map that you just don't know about until you get out there. There's so many areas you can miss. If you just tried to play this game straight through and just go from main boss to main boss to main boss to main boss, first of all, you'd probably die unless you're one of those no-hit wonders on YouTube who, dude, don't get me wrong. Those guys, I watched those videos. I, those those impress me. Those, those guys who roll basic stats, prisoner with the club, and they just go no-hit the entire like they just go boss to boss and just kill the bosses by never getting hit. That's incredible to me. But that's not how this game is meant. Like there's there's this game is meant to unfold. This is going to be the game in three years that somebody's gonna say, hey, this new thing was found in Elden Ring that nobody found yet. Like and it's over here on this part of the map. There's gonna be these little moments of discovery and beauty in it that just kind of like just to give you guys a tip. And I'm sure that a lot of people know about it. For instance, 
you have the overworld map, Todd. You've got the main part of the map, which is where all the boss fights happen and all the main story happens. To each part of that map, there is an underground. There is an underground world to each part of that map that you never have to touch. You never have to go down there. It's not part of the story. It is just there. And if you want to go down there, and it's huge. It's huge. All the maps are huge. I went down into one the other day. I found a, I found another entrance. It was an ant colony. It was giant ants. What are they doing? I see piles of bodies. They're eating bodies. I'm killing these ants. And then I go in there and there's a temple of zombie worshippers and a giant bug lady hanging from a window who's throwing meteorites at me. And so I was like, well, this ain't going to work because she's killing me. So then I walk down this other aisle and I run into a boss fight and it's a giant dragon. And I'm like, how did this happen? Like, where did this come from? Whose mind designed this? It's beautiful. And it's fascinating. And it's exploration. And it's... I don't know. I understand the criticisms. Let's get to that. Let's 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 break this down because I feel like I'm losing my train of thought here. Artistically speaking... You're right. It's got its own style. It definitely, it's drab, it's dreary. That being said, there's parts that are really beautiful. There are gorgeous parts too. And there's parts that are very disturbing. There's some enemies in this game that I see and I'm just like, what were you thinking? <laughs> what is that thing? Have you run into the giant balled up octopus squid things yet? That roam around. Nah, man, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm guided all the way the fuck out. Like I just, I went, I went and picked up the main shit. Like I went to, yeah. I did the prisoner bill so I can go ahead and get the Ucha Katana thing so I can eventually get the Moon Veil. So I just ran straight to go get some shit. I did the tutorial thing. Went ahead, ran through that just to get a feel for it. That was actually even fun. I think I did that twice just to do it. Yeah, just to kind of test out a couple of little things fight that one boss right just fight him a couple fucking times and just so i could look at my builder ship and um i got to the point where i did the shit so you could get torrent i ran around a little bit with torrent and like i just got to a stopping point there to go pick up the uh i think it's the unsheathed ash award that i'm trying to get yeah so i can uh Go and like once I get that, I'm going straight to go get the fucking sword. I'm not trying to fuck with nothing. I know exactly where I want to go. And see, that's the thing about this game for me. Like whereas before, I, I didn't never wanted to swallow my pride and sit down and 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 run the game like that. But like that's the fun that I'm gonna find in this game. You know 100%. what I'm saying for me. And then like I plan on once I get my bill squared away, then I'm gonna just go ahead and run it back, and then I'll start exploring. But I don't feel like my skill set is up to the par. Or I like I'm that invested in the universe to where I would have a lot of fun. I I could see the people that would be like, okay, this is just I'm done. And we'll see. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't even feel like I'm far enough within that because I hadn't even done my game plan with it. But I do see where, like I said, man, there's a kid that's like, if I was like 15, man, I'm grown, man, I'm old. You know what I'm saying? But if I was like, there's a kid that's 15 that is gonna get hundreds and hundreds of hours out of this that I'm like grateful for. And the exploration it and and, and and the opportunity to flip it and you know me I'm gonna find a lot of joy and I feel like I know more it, it was more fun to watch the game like I play I was playing Horizon that whole time like I said the whole time I was enjoying myself just during certain fucking side missions that's the shortcoming of Horizon where I would just want to see shit about Elden Ring but it feel like you gotta kind of take a class for that fucking game anyway you do at least for me you know what I'm saying um just to because it doesn't tell you anything like it doesn't tell you when you're riding a horse how to switch your weapon 
to where you can use um your staff if you're using if you got a staff for magic or whatever you know what i'm saying you got to figure that out like and to some people that's just not going to be a natural way that you want to uh and interact with the game as 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 opposed to a, a lot of other people that you know want to be handheld. But what I will say about I, Elden Ring is women lie, men lie, numbers don't lie. Twelve million people have played the game, and it is a beautiful, fun game. And I look forward to getting my joy out of it, even if I don't feel the need to beat it. Like I know I I really got it because I know my significant other has a masochistic side to her. And it'll be fun for for her as well. You know what I'm saying? She'll yeah. for sure definitely be able to get a lot of hours out of it. I look forward to it as as well. But you know, it, it'll be one I feel like we'll be talking about for quite a long time. People will continue to find things out about. That's the beauty in it. You know. Uh, but yeah, I, I was watching some gameplay this morning with um after you beat a certain boss, how meteorite opens up a, another underground portion. Yep. You know. Well, that's and, the uh, yeah. So I look forward to that. That's the that's the kind of thing about this game is that you know some like you said some fifteen year olds going to be playing hundreds of hours of this game, to a whole generation of kids this is going to be their Skyrim, this is going to be that game that they're like well I could do anything in this game like if I really wanted to I can find a grinding spot and level everything up to ninety nine for the soft caps be damned I don't care I'm going in here I'm going to level everything up this is going to be awesome I'm going to be I'm going to be a demigod in this game. Like, I'm just going to wreck everything. But it's going to take me hours and hundreds of hours to grind. And they're going to be showing off their builds to their friends that they come over and like, well, yeah, but have you seen this Magus build that I built? Look at this sword. Look at this magic sword I found. Like, this is awesome. That's the beauty about these games is the the, the discovery. Because we as humans, like, we're built off of that. Like, if we see a pit, we want to go down it. We want to find out what's down there. We want to figure it out. If there's an abyss in the ocean, we want to send a submarine down. Like or 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 a drone down to figure out what's at the bottom of the floor. Like what's actually down here to discover cuz we never know. And until we know, and some things in this game are going to be very frustrating for some people like you said, not being able to switch weapons or not knowing how to switch weapons on your horse, not knowing how to fire while you're riding your horse, not knowing how to sprint. I have a buddy who played the game for 24 hours, and he goes, I feel like an idiot. And I go, why? He goes, I didn't know you could run. And I, right. <laughs> by, like, hitting, by holding down circle. Yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying. That like, that's It's like a it's like a funny joke, but it's a, it, it, I it think is. that is a, 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 a real... I think it's a fair criticism for some of the obtuse nature of it, where a game just in 2022 isn't intuitive. I think that is a fair criticism, uh, especially with a game so great. But I also get where where that, you know, it's also one of the strengths of it as well. It's just like anything else in life. Your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness, just depending. It's a double-edged sword. And I would be on the more, like, especially with 12 million people playing it, that in the age of the internet, you know, it, it'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just about being able to, it, it, I think it really represents what we talk about all the time, and that's just being humble. It, it that's exactly right. It's about being humble, but it's about being willing to. It's 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 being willing to deal with death, right? Like a lot of this game talks about. It's a conversation around death, and that's what these games, these Souls games, always have been: is a conversation around death and a conversation about being okay with it. And that's kind of this wonderful shoot Putin in the head. <laughs> we want him dead. Yeah. But, I'm a pimp. 
on a blimp. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. Eating eggs and shrimp. Did you have you seen the Plano uh politician that was doing that rap song? Okay, yeah. my fault. Yeah, right, yeah, go it. ahead, dealing with that. But All that's right. true. That's that's a good one. Shoot uh, Putin in the head. It's gonna be stuck in my head the rest of the day. But that's a that's kind of the beauty of these experiences, especially these communal experiences that people are gathered around. It reminds me a lot of when PT came out, um, that demo for the PlayStation 4 that people were talking about for days, except this is now people talking about this for weeks on end and community is building around this game. It's not like Sekiro. It's not like Demon Souls. It's not like Dark Souls where, you know, the game's straight up linear. It's going to be straightforward. You're just kind of running through it. It's just going to be boss to boss to boss to boss and little areas in between. This is a game where you truly can do anything. Like, except swim. You can't swim. Don't try that. I tried that and I died. You will just sink to the bottom of the ocean if you try to swim. And Torrent doesn't swim either. I've killed Torrent a number of times. Um, but there's just like whole moments in this game that are easy to miss out on. If you get so focused on trying to play this linearly or trying to follow the 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 uh, the the touches, the touches of grace, the actual lost grace. Like if you try to follow it, because they'll give you a little guidance on the lost grace. Don't follow that. That's my first tip. Because if you follow the lost grace right from the beginning, you will get your butt kicked several times over and not be able to figure out why you're losing. Um, because that's not what you're supposed to do. This game is truly lending itself to this is open world adventure in the truest form. In the truest, truest form, this is an open world game. It's a deconstruction of what modern day open world games are. Um, artistically, it's a renaissance painting. And it, it's it's beautiful for the way that they were able to capture all these amazing environments and still be able to put so much into this game. Like, that's kind of the... Hold on. Sorry, I got a text. But that was kind of the thing that I just absolutely love about it is, you know, it's it's got this strange, dark beauty to it that just grinds into the back of my skull the things that I felt as a child, which was, what's out there? What's in the woods at night? Like, are there really witches out there? Like, all these horror stories all true? What am I going to find around the corner, and am I strong enough to face it? That's the question I have to ask myself. And that's that's where the game is the best. Like, for me, it's it's my favorite game I've ever played. Just hands down. My favorite game I've ever played. Could be recency bias. I could come back later. As of right now, it's my favorite game I've ever played. As of right now. Do I also understand why people aren't playing it or don't like it? Yes, I completely understand why people don't like it. I do. I get it. It makes total sense to me. This is not going to be for everybody. But for me, this is an absolute masterpiece. If I was going to score it, I'd give it five buttholes out of five. Like, I don't care. Like, five pizzas out of five. Whatever you want to call it. Five dogs out of five. Doesn't matter. Beautiful, wonderful experience altogether. So. Not dope game, man. Like I said, 12 million people. I'm just glad. I'm just, I can't get, I just can't get over the fact that more people have bought this game than Call of Duty. And that just warms my heart. I mean, that people have access to it as well. 
And I really do look forward to coming back on our next recording after I've had time to really build up my build. Because right now I can't even. Hey, I'm so hyper focused and driven to like build my build to have the fun with it. You know what I'm saying? I look forward to coming back and really giving like a, a pure assessment with it now that I got a chance to really get my hand on it. But it's been a long time since I felt driven to even play the game. So I got to give it extra points for that. And uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm really am looking forward to seeing how far I can get with my build, bad motherfucker. I can't wait. I can't right. wait to see. He looks great, and it and it's been a long time. I love the custom custom creation so far. Like the fact that I literally bah hauled out loud when I saw my character, it was great. So I look forward to. And I mean, so far I've killed a couple of things. It's been cool, but I look forward to getting that that feeling. I, I know you once you be Godric, you be Godric while we was on the phone. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> I look forward to trying to see how, how how far we can get with that and, and go forward. But uh, and yeah. I got my PS5 version coming this week. FYI, it'll be coming this week. I ordered the collector's edition. I was like, I got to have the big collector's edition with the statue. And like this, this being like this game that has enraptured me as much as it has. I a hundred percent needed the collector's edition of this one. Like, and it's my birthday. Screw it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> it's, Do what you want to, man. Enjoy yourself. Treat it's yourself. It's a celebration. <laughs> Treat yourself. Oh yeah, and by the way, to all the haters out there, Magic is not playing the game on easy mode. You squishy. You still squishy in that mode. Trust me, I got one hitted several times by a slug last night who was spirit calling his own dang ashes of war. Like <laughs> I do feel so that's probably kinda of why I picked the prisoner though, I ain't gonna lie. Like I do feel like Magic is gonna be a very good tool in this. It's viable. To keep them off me. To keep that ass off me, it's already like I already see, and I I'm going for a specific spell type, which I believe got buff after the 1.03 patch, and yes. we're gonna see how that shit go. But I should be pretty OP out the gate, at least in the beginning, so I can actually have some fun and see it, where the story is, or if there's a story, or the story that I make for myself. That's one thing I can't get mad at Elden Ring for giving me what I want on the other end where i always look for a game to to try to make a story within itself and i feel like Elden ring gives you the opportunity to truly do that in the, the most uh unique way in in video game history so I, I, i'll give it credit for that and my initial in like my initial emotional interaction with the game does make me feel like okay i feel like i could spend a lot of time with this one um and it'll fill up the toxic gap of 2k where i could just have a game where i play by myself or when you get it we can get on their co-op and you can help me maybe run through a couple of bosses so we'll, yes. we'll see but I, I look forward to it like killing a couple of dragons like all that's there all, I feel I, I'm looking forward to cheese in the game I'm excited bro I'm truly excited but I can't fairly give an assessment when I, I honestly only have spent I've spent an hour and 18 minutes with it and I died to a crab and I can project the joy into it but I gotta actually reach it and I look forward to it so we'll see yeah um this is yeah what else fully a game to discover is what I'll, what I'll say. It's fully a game to discover. That's if you brave, if you think you want to do it, go for it. If you've never played Dark Souls and Demon Souls, look up plenty of guides. If you've already played Dark Souls and Demon Souls, this is your game. Like there's no question about it, and you loved them. This is gonna be your game. Um, well, and now, what do you think about the review? Like, did you want to get into that, or yeah. like, because it's not questions I want to ask, because it's such a good experience that I don't want to, I don't want to spoil things for myself. I, a couple of things have already happened in it where I was like, oh, okay, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, like, 
because I know we had a discussion about review processes in general that that you kind of alluded to in the beginning. Yeah, like, so the review things are, that's the one thing about the scores. And me and Todd have talked about that, and, like, scores aren't really our thing to give. And there's a reason for that. Like, they, they can be very misleading. And part of the Elden Ring conversation is, and it's true, if you're going to give a reviewer an early copy of Elden Ring to review, you're going to give it to the Soulsborne players. Like, this, this is built for them to love. This is built for people who love Soulsborne to love. Like, there's a reason that I don't trust the review. Like, the review process should be an open, ongoing conversation. It should not be just a Metacritic score. Like, I, and I honestly, the older I get, it's like you said, I think you alluded to it earlier. It's like, did you do a thing that I liked? Did you do the thing that made me happy? Yes. Okay. Then I'm happy. Like, that's my review of most things. And, the older I get, the more I'm going to only engage with the stuff that I really like or that I know I'm going to like. As you get older, you kind of start to figure yourself out and kind of like, well, I'm probably going to like this thing, so I'm going to engage with it. Like, that's just the truth. I would not put a person who is a non-Soulsborne player on this game to review. If I'm an editor, if I'm a chief editor or copy editor at a game reviewing magazine, I'm not going to give this to the guy who specializes in modern warfare or FPSs. Or Fortnite updates. That's not their game. And we've proven that. If you look at Twitch. Like the people who jumped off of. Because Elden Ring is the big trending thing right now. The people who jumped off of like Modern Warfare and Fortnite and stuff like that. If you go watch their Twitch streams. They suck at this game. They suck. I'm not going to lie. They're terrible. And it's funny to watch. And they're rage quitting. And they're losing their minds. And I was like. Yeah but y'all don't play Soulsborne games. (laughs) Like there's. I remember my first one. I was rage quitting too. This is not the game just to jump on if you've never experienced these before or had some type of idea of what you were getting into. Because I've also seen, I've got two friends who've gotten into this game who have never played a Soulsborne game. Never. And they're having a miserable time. And that makes sense to me. And I told them both, I was like, a better place for you to start. I was like, I love, and I warned them before they got this game. I was like, I love this game. A better place for you to start if you want to kind of figure this world out because you've never played Sekiro. You've never played a Soulsborne game. You've never watched it. Like, a better place, like, if you've got a PS5, jump on Demon Souls, the remake. It's for sale always. Like, that's a good place to start. It's a good idea to figure out, like, am I going to, like, dying over and over and over and over again? Because you will. You're going to die a lot. <laughs> like, that's that's a promise. You're going to be grinding, and you're going to be able to grind to get to the point that you want to, but you have to put the work into it, and you're going to figure out real fast that there are going to be a lot of bosses that are just going to one-shot you. I'm a level 97. I still got bosses that one-shot me. Like that. I was fighting a dragon on a bridge, and I was like, he one-shotted me with his fire. I was like, okay. Like, I'm going to try to beat him. I got him down to about a quarter health, and I was like, okay, I'm going to come back this tomorrow. Like... But he's, he's still one-shotting me now, and I'm a level 97. But you have to have patience. That's what these games are about. It's patience and being able to try repeatedly different methods in order to understand, can I overcome this obstacle? And if you, Which, where that, if you can find the funny, then I can already see where, that's where some of the fun is. Too, yeah, man. But, yeah. but like you would, just, to, just not, to, not to cut you off, but just to, you know... Even with me, I'm I'm not as in depth in the game, but I, that's what's intriguing about it. Now I don't know how long that's gonna last for me, 
I'm hoping that it, it it continues to last. And what from what I'm getting from your experience, just generally too, I, I can see that happening. But we'll see. Like there's certain there's there's a certain level of me willing to go into a game like this. Like it's it's Ninja Gate, Ninja Gaiden, man. Yeah. You no, know, I'm I got that feeling, but I I, I just hope that it lasts. Um, and I think it will, just based on yeah. the idea of. I already know what I want to do with the game, so I'm putting my mind to it. That's what I want to do, and that, the fact that it's given that ability is the masterwork in it. I think, like you said, this will, this is the next generation Skyrim potentially for certain people. Yeah, but it may not be Skyrim for every people, like old geezers like myself. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing too is like the review process is if you are curious about something, don't go look up the review. Like, go look up some YouTube videos. Go look up some people playing it on Twitch. Go look up, like, go listen to a long-form discussion on a podcast about it. Like, you can listen to us if if you're curious about it. Or go listen to something like a resource I use a lot of times is Giant Bomb. Like, I listen to them because there's, like, four people talking about it. And guess what? Guess how many people on Giant Bomb loved Elden Ring? Two out of the four. The other two were like no disrespect, no no thing. disrespect. I'm not interrupting, but this is this is honorary. Um, I gotta answer this real quick. I gotta answer this real quick, just off the strength that we recording the show right now. Just yeah. please hold your thought. And my and my my bestie called me real quick. That's responsible for the phrase. All things coming together, <laughs> like motherfucking <laughs> booty cheeks, and a clap real quick. So, hold on, hey. Stacey, how, how you doing this lovely Saturday morning with cartoons and, and wonderfulness? We just... I can dig it. All right, well, look, hey, check it check it out because it, you done blessed me with the, with the check-in real quick. Uh, let, me, let me get back into this business real quick, and if you won't be available, I'm going to hit you right back. It should be shortly. Yeah. That's real shit. All right, all right. One. My bad, family. That, but I had to take that with just off the strength. See, just so motherfuckers know. Uh, no worries. Yeah, I, I just, I just got. I'm getting not. Hey, as we talk about this, though, see, this is the beauty in the game. Even though I got frustrated with the crab, I'm excited about going back. Like I can see it in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill the crab. Four, I'm gonna kill oh just the night I'm gonna kill everything. I wanna kill everything. And that like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And everything like, in that game wants to kill you. Wants to kill you, right. Yeah. But I also like you find little nooks. You and do. That's what I'm saying. The the accessibility of it is the fact that there's such a large community that's playing that if you wanna play the game, that you can find things or guides that are conducive to how you want to play the game a hundred percent or if you just want to go in it and just you're the type of person that wants to figure it out or you are experienced in it i mean you can go out there and be a masochist and be a rich and roll around and or you can find ways to hate the game because you just 100%. don't want to play it that way and that that's kind of way I, I banged my head against sekiro because it wasn't ghost of tsushima because of my man ego that didn't want to take the second to say okay look I might need a little help or make a phone call or something. You know what I'm saying? Where this one, I have no problem with that. I look forward to it. So, well, and um, there's there is a level of contrarianism to some of the responses to this game that I've noticed. There's there's a level of people who 
really are hate hating this game. Can you say this is a bad game? I do not think so in any of the way. Like, I don't think objectively speaking, it's a bad game. Objectively speaking, I think this is a fantastic game. Subjectively speaking, I think it's one of my favorite games of all time, if not my favorite game of all time. But there are people out there who are objectively saying like, oh, this is just a bad game. It's not. This is no, not a bad crazy. game. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. That's, that's crazy food gay. That's food gay as food guys. Yeah. Crazy talk, my brother. Crazy talk. There are there are people you will have to be wary of who are going to dismiss this game because it's too difficult for them or they don't want to give it the effort. Like this is not a do not get me wrong. This is not a straight run through get this game and you're just going to play a tutorial and figure it out. There's a little tutorial area, but they you ain't going to figure it out from there. Like they go no, 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 they're no, going to be like here no. this is how you swing your weapon. Like that's right. about it. This is how you sneak up on somebody. And then they go, "Here's a boss. Good luck." Like <laughs> that's that's really that's really kind of it. And the boss in those tutorial levels, like those are fun. That's a that's a good little example. But really, I mean, not really. That's not. I mean, that like that was. It's it's like five percent of the, <laughs> not even five percent. I say it's like one percent of the combat. Like yeah, the the greatest example of the game that I like so far, even in the beginning, is that it lets you know early. That if you want to play this game, some death is inevitable. Mm-hmm. If you can, I feel like if you can embrace that lesson, yes, and you know That's what I mean, point. that like that, then you'll have fun with the game. If you if you can't embrace that lesson, then you're not gonna have fun with the game. It's it's really that simple. It's like you said. It's asking you to stay humble. It's asking you to drop your pride. <laughs> Just that, so so you can feel like the true total badass. Yes, That's like the payoff. Like you get that feeling and you get that you get to say, hey, look, I am the Elden Ring and this is why. And people have to respect however you got there that like even if you went the so say route that I'm a go the God route, you still got to fucking play the game, bro. You still got <laughs> to be able to do you still. To. There's still so many little idiosyncrasies in different ways you can get to that point just based on how you want to play it that you still got to respect when the motherfuckers like, well, I, I already beat Godric. I already beat Margaret. So, like, if you get to those point and you still have a problem with the game, then, I mean... Yeah. That's... that's Then it's... Yeah. Come on. But for me, it's like, you're right. You're absolutely right. If you get to those points and you still have an area, like, an issue with the game, like, what is that issue? Like, what is... Like, I watched a lot of Twitch streamers fail to Godric over and over, and I beat Godric in two shots. Like, it took me two times. And I felt... I ain't gonna lie... That was a little pride moment for me of like, ah, I beat Godric. It only took me two times. Like, I was I was very excited about that. But at the same time, like, people are going to, you're going to hear a lot of different opinions about this, but trust yourself. Like, if you want to, like, but there's also no shame in not playing this game. There's no shame in not experiencing this game the way that, you know, some people have experienced it. What I will say is if you don't give it a shot, you're probably missing out on one of the best open world adventures I've ever seen. Just, just that's real. That's flat out. Just like one of the best open world. And there's a story there. It's cryptic and it's hidden, but there's a story to discover. There's different NPCs. Don't skip the NPCs. Have conversations with all the dead ghosts sitting around. Like the part that always gets me, the part that always gets me, because it goes back to that point of stay humble, right? Is, when you find a random item on a body 
and then you look at the body for a minute, like there's a place where like it's near Stormville Castle where there's a guy sitting in a chair and then you look on his head and there's a crown. It's a king. It's a dead king in the middle of an open field sitting in a chair and he's got an item on him that you can get. But that's a humbling lesson, right? Even kings die. Even kings yeah, die. Yeah, man. Like that's the and beauty that's really of this poetic game. and shit. But I love what you said. I love what you said. If you don't want to get the game and you want you got a PS5 and you want to spend 100 hours for for a Forbidden West Horizon, like that's okay too. That's okay too. Like if you want to run through Elden Ring in 53 hours and just beat it main story or play it for 300 hours, that's great. The ultimate story is it's good to be alive to be a gamer. That's right. You have all things that can come together as booty cheeks. Boom. If you want to holy milk something, allow it unless you're a little boy in the Vatican. You know what I'm saying? I was talking about this with my homeboy yesterday. And it's just like, what do you expect from these fucking priests in Rome? They're running around here with these motherfucking nuns in their tight-ass bods. They've been running up and down them steps. So you know them asses is nice. They've probably been watching motherfucking TV and getting the nice glutes and they can't even touch them. And then next thing you know, you know, you got them around these old pretty mouth little boys. What do you expect to be running rampant? So messed They're up. They're the perfect height to be pleased. This you know what I'm so saying? So messed up. <laughs> and there's some Elden Ring to that to me, right? That's that. There is. Right? There is. And then, and then you have, like, you know, to me, like, if you want kind of a more milder, <laughs> milder experience, you just go play some Forbidden West. But there's something about that Vatican experience that you, you, you can want to dig into, too. That's is that the, the collector's edition? Yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you when I went to go? Like, I went to the GameStop and he gave me. Because I, I, my game informer um, had run out and he had a bad day. Like, I had asked him what kind of day he was having. He was like, you want my honest opinion? And he was just like, I'm having a shit day. It's all bad. I'm by myself. You know, nobody wants to come and help me. I got to put the marketing up. And if you ever worked at GameStop, you know what that means. Yeah. You by yourself. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, guy. And I mean, the guy was probably about 600 pounds, but he was, he was doing his best. So I was like, man, I'm just here to pick up Elden Ring. And you know, start beating my head against that, and he and you know he goes through his little pitch, and I ended up getting the extra little protection in the uh and re re up in my motherfucking GameStop with my little couple of hundred dollars on my tax. I gotta return. go there today. But he gave he gave me the extra poster, and he gave me this extra little pouch thing with the elder. He gave me some extra shit to go with my game for uh showing him some love. So I appreciated that, and that's that's some of the beauty for me, even if I don't beat the game, just in the community. And uh, because he was just like, yeah, don't forget, you know, you're going to you're going to need all this with, <laughs> with yeah. the shit that you finna go through with this game. <laughs> you gonna... I was like, yeah, brother, is, a, is it an old seven, seven day policy shit? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but uh, I will say so far that I don't feel like I'm going to fulfill the seven day policy of bringing a game back. I'm not. Well, it, I, I expect to die. I expect what I get. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to the fun in it. And actually, I feel like I'm going to build my character to the point where I should hopefully melt some of the first game characters. Uh, you, you know, with some of the cheese, and and this is one of those experiences that I personally look forward to. Well, and I think I think the 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 kind of beautiful point of it too is, you know, ultimately, Todd, the difference between this and a Souls game or a Sekiro game is you can just turn around, right? Just go somewhere else, like go find the pot stuck in the ground and whack him in the ass a few times and let him get loose, so he can come help you later. Yeah, just whack him a few times. It'd be, He'll be fine. I mean, crack him in the booty hole. That's just what he said, him, ladies and gentlemen. Him. Pop him in the butt. 
but it's it really like those is Vatican just... boys. You might need to cut that whole thing. I, I know that's fucked up. I was just I also drawn in from a conversation late last night with Dan. It went from I don't know how we got on or what the hell. It was like what's behind the Vatican walls. We were talking about history and shit and how like a lot of white people back in historic Greece and Rome actually used to worship uh, black deities like Horus and everything else and how that whole like I said in the beginning how you know Rome was as far Egypt was as far from Roman history as we are from you know Roman history itself so like you know a lot of the Greece and Roman culture legitimately math philosophy all that was stolen religion all that stolen and wiped out and whitewashed over like from Egypt you know what I'm saying? And as if it was like taken away. And then we ended up getting into like what's behind the Roman Catholic walls. And I was like, it's a picture of black Jesus, nigga. We ended up yeah. talking about the Bible a whole lot. I know. <laughs> and, but it all started from some strange fucking conversation from the beauty and the lore that was tied up in, in Elden Ring. And I, I don't know how we got there, but my apologies, man. No, my apologies. Man. I, I keep getting off track with that. Here's the question I have for you, too. Or not question... Oh, it's just a little hint for those getting into it. There are sub-bosses that surround those eld trees. Those big golden trees. There are little bosses over there. So, they will one-shot you early game, but they're worth to take it out later. Because they, they provide some good stuff for your mixology. Um, Man, i just been running away from everything. I made sure I unleashed, uh, I freed the pot. So, I look forward to hopefully finding the pot land that you talk about. Uh, but yeah, I'm just trying not to get into it with shit as much as possible i already got my wolf summons so i do look forward to fucking with that the wolf summons um, is dope the yeah i mean i guess i dope. probably from the way i got my planned out plot I, I, I hope to not have to use them too much but i mean i already got that i just if i could just i just want to get this ash award soon because i'm excited i think i'm just overly excited about getting my um katana yeah that's what it is so i'm just like fuck it's just stupid shit but it's good practice so i can cheese with my magic real quick so i don't aggro the motherfucking crabs that's all i gotta do but i'm actually i chose to go back and fuck with the boss one time and then i'm after we finish recording i'll get on a good run with that hopefully give me some motherfucking some uh some good old mountain dew and snacks and shit and we're gonna go on a magical never-ending story on Elden ring and i can't wait to talk shit with you about it but yeah dude i can't wait uh did you want to give a rundown of the batman real quick Man, yes, I'm excited. Okay, the motherfucking Batman. I think we talked about it before we started recording. I actually went back and watched. Uh, damn, hold on one more time, man. No worries. Hello. Hey, I'm having a brain fart. Can you open the door? Yeah, I got you. Thank you. All right. I shit to say. My bad, bro. No worries, man. We back. See? All right, the Batman. I I think we discussed it beforehand. I think it was just saying, um. I went. I even went back and watched uh, Batman Begins and The Darker Knight. The Darker Knight. <laughs> That's my cousin. Um, <laughs> for real. Shout out Trey. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out Trey White, Sammy White's son from the Vikings. Darker Knight. No, I went to watch The Dark Knight. Um, that that's what me and Dan were talking about too. Uh, shout out to him. Um, but yeah, the Batman man. I am a comic book head. You know, I love yes. fucking comic book movies. This is. The bees knees to me, and I wasn't expecting it. Uh, we'll talk about the comparisons later, but I will say what I instantly appreciated about the Batman when I I went back and watched Batman Begins is that that whole retelling of the story we didn't have to go through in this one. Yeah, I know you hear it a lot, but if you haven't seen it, you'll really understand what the fuck I'm saying. 
with the tone that Matt Reeves set with this movie. Um, again, uh, up front, I'm going to say this. It's kind of like Elden Ring in the sense where some people are just going to be turned off in this because it's a goddamn three-hour movie. Yeah. Period. It's three hours. Some people just will not and cannot sit down for this type of shit. Plus, it's like three hours in the dark, and it's not three hours of a time where you're watching Care Bears shoot love out their heart. They're not doing that. Yeah. You are, like, really watching... Excuse me. You're probably watching the most angry human being you ever seen in your life. Yeah. And it can be disturbing sometimes to certain people what you're going to see as far as what you get with the antagonist here. And I got to be careful. I really want to watch it again. I'm really actually very excited about watching it again, which is strange for a three-hour movie. Um, But I really want to watch it again because I'm not going to get into, like, the what's the best of all time. I will say as far as going back to the previous Batmans, I, the Nolan series, which is probably my favorite series of Batman's, like it's still two, one and three. Like it's still yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker, Batman Begins. I've watched it a billion times, and I've probably watched The Dark Knight more times than any of them. But uh, Batman Begins still holds up well, relatively speaking. And the third movie with Bane still has the greatest intro of any Batman movie to me. I actually like, still I do like Ben Affleck's adaptation of batman when you really talk about comic book batman just batman himself he probably actually has one of the better bruce waynes and i mean you still got the 1989 michael keaton batmans or whatever else but this batman robert pattison playing the detective emo they i mean it's got nirvana it's got a nirvana soundtrack nice. that goes with you that that suited and makes sense where that emo nature of them might not make sense, but the way that they tell this story, it for me fits. Like it, it, I'm not mad at anybody that says that this is their favorite Batman. And yeah. in some ways, I'm kind of going back and forth between the Nolan series and this series because I feel like Robert Pattinson is the embodiment of American Psycho. Whereas, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like an emulation, almost, almost them. They're like a true homage of what Christian Bale might not have been able to do with the the type of story. Yeah. That he was given, even though that that trilogy is great. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't even want to compare it quite yet. But I was impressed. Way the disapp- the things I thought I was gonna be disappointed in, like I went into it like wanting to hate this movie. I found loving a lot. Like Zoe Kravitz was great as Catwoman. I enjoyed the fuck out of her as Catwoman. It was like truly like you peeled her off the page. She had a bit of a weird buy feel, which actually was cool. It wasn't something that was upfront, but it was just like People, some people will say she had no chemistry. Some people will say she had great chemistry with Robert Pattinson. I think she was like Catwoman and had great chemistry with every character, which yeah. is weird. Even though it was some kind of weird twist with Falcone in it, but that was dope. Colin Farrell is the penguin. Everybody that's seen the movie that has said that he is great is right. That's my motherfucker. Like Colin Farrell as the penguin, I see why they gave him a show. I don't know if you can hear the actual legitimate excitement in my voice, but I can't. As much as I want to hate on some of this part of the uh, parts of this film, I can't. Like Colin Farrell is the penguin. You, he's he is. You can't tell it is Colin Farrell, but it's a scene where, like, he's shooting a, a machine gun, and it's just like I saw a little bit of Colin Farrell body language from Miami Vice, right? Yeah. And it leads into the car chase. I love which that movie. Is one of the better, like, it's oh man, oh my god, and you can see that in him. And it's just the the comedy in it to me is something that he he brings out, and it's like subtle layers of comedy there. Um, yeah. 
the biggest character that I just knew I was going to hate based on the criticism because of his over-the-top performance was Paul Dano's The Riddler. I couldn't have loved him more. In fact, I liked it more when they revealed it where most people didn't like it. It just made all the sense in the world. And I, I may because of the STT army that I know we, we been really rambling on, but it's been, we had to get up through a lot of games and a lot of information that we've been wanting to talk about, but it did kind of in a weird fucked up way, remind me of the community that, that we have built. Not that we, you know, we would are evil in any kind of way, but it just, it's focused on the power of the internet and how, you know, you can have a chat room of 500 people, but if they 500 dedicated people that's really about some shit, you really, that's yeah. more than like a, what, a platoon of, of troops is like 150 or some shit like yeah. that. So if you got that kind of shit that people that cannot actually have action, it shows how much power that can have. Great storytelling. Um, the, From the beginning of the motherfucking film to the end, I didn't feel like it was a three hour movie. Yeah. Um. I'm still going back and forth if this is my favorite Batmobile or the Tumblr. Right now, I would still say the Tumblr, but the way that they introduce this Batmobile and the fact that it feels like, okay, this character is two years in and really is making these things on his own. Is There's no Lucius. There's no, you know what I'm saying, kind of already military fund that's just giving this man stuff. The way that they slowly bleed in and introduce even the character of the Batmobile itself is a testament to how good the movie is to me. Like when they, when people were coming out giving it tens out of tens, I kind of feel like the same way that with Elden Ring. Yeah. Like it's ten out of ten. Oh, it's the greatest game all game of all time and all this other kind of shit. Like I get where there'll be some people that totally a thousand percent agree with that and think this is the best Batman in the world, and also see where this might not be for somebody. It's that extra twenty minutes that's in it and i'm not a big comic book person where i don't want to watch this shit yeah me personally it's it's a true escape and i could have asked for anything more it's a true detective story i mean some people might criticize the 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 batman um the fact that he fails a lot but i think that's recency bias bias like going back and watching you know the nolan series fuck Scarecrow basically alludes to the same, or the Heath Ledger, the uh, Joker basically alludes to the same fucking thing in The Dark Knight. What I liked about this version of Batman is really you can tell it's his second year, and the dichotomy and relationship between him and the Riddler was actually beautiful, especially the way it wraps up towards the end where the Riddler is in a whole reality thinking things were going a certain kind of way, and once he finds out they don't. It, 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 that's his over-the-top reaction. And uh, something that I think we need to take into account as we should, like some people shouldn't, but the masterwork 10 out of 10, the masterpiece in it is, I didn't realize or think about the fact that this film, the majority of it was shot in the middle of COVID-19. Yeah. Where Robert Pattinson caught COVID-19. Yeah. And I didn't get any of that feeling at all through the whole thing. And it even more so makes me more impressed by some of the scenes that Paul Dano shot and why they had the tone that they did and shit you gotta go all out with it it was genius to me that that was really surprising so it's a, and i told you before we went into this man like i went into this one and not like certain things just because I, I, I wanted to find ways to hate on it i think but all the way down to the way it ended up with the flood it just reminded me of louisiana and it was a story that would be told there and just you know how how the riddler had this whole plot and ran around everything but really it just had to do with a sadistic idea to get everybody cornered in a certain spot and flood out the city. You know what I mean? Which that might have pissed some people off, but the cleansing aspect of it was great to me. So 
uh, it's it really it just find a dictionary a, a dichotomy to me. I loved Alfred. I loved the storyline that basically kind of tied in the combat training of Alfred into Batman. Even though there were some scenes where I just thought were like over the top as far as how ridiculous Batman would react to certain things. Like there is a scene I will talk tell you about. It's been a few weeks. Fuck it. Where basically. Alfred gets blown up. Yeah. This is a spoiler. So if you don't don't listen, Alfred basically gets blown from the Riddler's of a trap that was intended for Bruce Wayne. And Alfred goes into a coma. When he wakes up, Bruce Batman cuz you he really he's he, this is Batman. This is not Bruce Wayne. This is 3 hours of fucking bad. It's literally 2 hours and a half hours of Batman even when he is Bruce Wayne. But as soon as as Alfred wakes up, Batman found out some crucial information that there's some truth about his father. Yeah. And some realism about some fa- his father's interactions with Falcone and felt betrayed. It kind of shattered a bit of the, per- the perfect uh, outlook on Thomas Wayne. And it was so childish and cheesy where I could see where that would be a true critique of it. Yeah. But when you flesh out the entirety of the scene, it makes sense on how driven and how psycho Batman is to me. So for me, for those who gave this a 10 and said it's a masterpiece, I would not disagree. But again, that extra 20 minutes in a the movie theater period, because I, because to be I'm fairly honest too, with all that shit said, I did almost fall asleep towards Fair. the end. This was my first movie that I had been to since the pandemic where I didn't wear a mask the whole time. I'm not going to lie because I had bought a large Icy and I, I needed that in my life. I hadn't had one and I had a pizza. I had all the snacks. I was in IMAX. And I was able to, because I knew it was going to be three hours, so I needed to be as comfortable as possible. Thank, I did wait a couple of weeks, so it wasn't fully packed in the theater, but it was a good overall experience. But that extra 20 minutes might eat away at some people, where it's just, I would suggest for those people, just wait for it to come out. If you got HBO Max, I think it comes out April 16th. Yeah, I would still suggest watching this. It's still a good film. I can't wait to watch it again, especially in my environment and see to where I could maybe watch it even more and piecemeal it in my home. But I'm glad I was able for like major fans of Batman. If you ever wanted like the truest form of the detective Batman, you, you I feel like you would be doing yourself a great disservice without going in the film movies, uh, movies to see this and supporting it. Um, but yeah, man, just it, it goes into the blue shield. It goes into corruption. It goes into I mean, it's just it's just a such a well done movie. It's it's hard for me to even express without seeing it again. I just look forward to seeing it again. Um, and the unrefined toys, the commissioner Jeffrey Wright was great, great like that 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 aspect and the fact that he's a newer Batman. There's scenes in here where you could just tell he's still trying to figure it out, but yeah. the ominous fear that he starts to build up in one of the greatest characters that I think that's a part of this film is really actually the city Gotham itself. This is one of the greatest. This is when you hear that this is one of the greatest renditions of the city Gotham. It's, it's wonderful. And, uh, I don't know, man, like for me, the more I talk about it, the more I think about it, it it really is. If it's not the best one for me, I mean, it's a, it's, it's up there. Top three so far for sure. Easily. And I cannot wait for you to see it because I think that conversation, we really need to have that conversation collectively. There are things that you're going to see in that film that we're going to need to bounce off of each other. 
but I just want to encourage you to really check it out. Uh, just for the same reason why I would tell people to check out Elden Ring, but in a, maybe still meet more of a broad broad stroke. And the fact that it's made five hundred million and hadn't even been released in China yet, who knows if that's gonna happen? That's a good same same kind of logic. Like you know, it's 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 a it's a phenomenon that's worth checking out in the theaters. It's very dark. PG thirteen makes it more of a masterwork for me. And the masterpiecery of it, if you're gonna go that route, if you if you're on that side of it, because even though it's PG thirteen, it it still it, it makes it more classy, but it's still very dark and it leaves you thinking. Like when I first left the the movie theater, I wasn't quite sure how I felt. I had to take a nap and then I woke up. That's part because I'm old. But then I woke up and I started thinking about what I just watched. I was like, wow, that was really that was really dope and intense and it was more like bringing it home it yeah. wasn't like the other films where you could tell they were trying to sell maybe to a chinese market so you got the mountain scene and you go up here and it's the multicultural assassins and you got the blue fire you know this is like nitty-gritty kind of new york s back to its roots fucking i am batman i'm gonna figure this shit out even though it's some childish shit going on that's what, as far as him fucking up and not being able to figure it out again some people are to be turned off like that they got a mindset of batman sitting in the all knowledge chair <laughs> after the defeat of doomsday as opposed to the second year of batman and respecting the riddler as a fucking supervillain. that's what makes batman great he goes against supervillains that are great like so yeah like ultimately he still finds a way to win you still get the fights he still beats the shit out of people the way he just his footsteps and all, I don't want to say spaghetti western because that's not what it is, but that's a, that that rage, bro. That's one of the most angry, intelligent human beings I've ever seen in my life, and it's one of the best kind of mythologies, changing tales and perspectives of the Thomas Wayne and his mother. Yeah, that story as far as the connection with Arkham, and that's been in the comic books as well. That I thought was just fucking dope. That's just great writing. Matt Reeves deserves all the kudos, and hopefully he can put like Clayface or gonna motherfucking Mister Freeze in in a sequel. I am excited about what the DC universe can do, but they have let me down before. Um, and I'm also excited about Moon Knight coming out on the thirteenth, thirtieth. I know I rambled on a lot, but like hopefully some of that shit made sense about what I was talking about. If you can't tell, I was really excited about and enjoyed my batman experience but for me it was yeah for me it was dope um Bet. did anything i know you're trying to hadn't seen it yet i kind of might have gave away some key nah. points i try not to give away too much but nah you didn't um no nah, i don't really have any questions about it i'm kind of interested in hearing from the people i'm kind of interested in hearing from the people on the batman and elden ring and horizon like this has been a review show we really we talked y'all got review Y'all got some good reviews, too. So let us know what you think. It is up. Hold on, before we wrap up, I know you're about to wrap up. I did want to yeah. read one thing that Curtis had put out real yeah. quick before I forgot, man, because I didn't get it to we Sorry, I know we got to go. Uh, no worries. But it was just so heartwarming. I can't, I can't forget about this. And it had to do with the tribe, which you could join us on through Facebook. Uh, you know, of course... We'll go through the websites and, and such. But one of our uh, longtime STT triple OGs uh, made a post a few days ago talking to my highest son just got a platinum trophy on Astro's Playroom. And he's running around telling everyone in the house 
that it's the best day of his life. That's even beautiful. better than going to Disneyland. Uh, with his autism, he rarely even completes the game, let alone try to get all the all the trophies. So he was very excited for him, man. Gamer, gamer dad moments. Uh, and we had those moments all the time. Shout out to the boys in the Discord. Shout out to Dewey. Shout out to all of them that's holding it down. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm sorry. But of course, just to piggyback off of what the boy B was saying, we of course want to hear what you say at any point. Um, yeah, we, we want we want to get your opinions and what y'all thought about the Elder Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, the Batman, and and all the other things that come out. Tunic, shout out to Boss Man. I need to check that out. I know you said you downloaded it earlier. Uh, but yeah, my bad. Nah, mm-hmm. man, that's that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Congratulations on that trophy. That's wonderful. You can tell him from skip the tutorial. Congratulations. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think. Stt underscore pod on Twitter, Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, um, skip the tutorial podcast.com. You can actually leave us a voice message over there. And I think that's it. Did I hit all the socials? Was that all the socials? I think so. I think so. so. I think the Twitters, the OnlyFans. The OnlyFans. Uh, you, can, you can drop off some crypto in, in, in my cold wallet if you want to help a brother out. Send me uh, some out of print Blu rays. Yeah. Um, I clap Blu-ray. Send me some laser disc. Amazon owns everything now. That's yeah. They just bought. Uh, what was MGM, that? I yeah, think. Yeah, MGM. What about MGM. Anyway, yeah, multi-billion dollar man. It's happy birthday again, B. Thanks, I know bro. I said it before, man. Enjoy, enjoy your time. Uh, what what is it that we say during this time? I know it's been a minute since we recorded. What is it? As we always do before we sign off. Stay humble. Stay humble. Good night, Cambodia. Good night, Cambodia. <laughs> Shoot Putin in the head. I'm a pimp on a blimp. I'm a pimp I mean, on stay a blimp. Shrimp. I'm a pimp on I'm a blimp. Plain, no. Good night, y'all. <laughs>